0: building an online business is more than branding content and sales. It's what happens behind the scenes during the highs and lows that make or break your business. I'm your host Kim Doyle and this is the Kim Doyle show. I'll be sharing my own journey of 10 plus years growing an online business as well as talking to entrepreneurs who are on the ground creating building and showing up every day. Remember do business as only you can do live and now i have to edit that you ding dong
1: (laughs) go for it let's go
0: oh dude what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the kim doyle show yeah that was john perez making his entrance (laughs) clearly patience is not his strong
1: (laughs) action (laughs) good i
0: love it this is gonna be yeah this is gonna be a fun episode guys because if, if you have been following me uh from the wordpress chick podcast you have heard of John Perez, and we are good friends, and it's been a huge year of transitions for both of us, and so this is really going to be a conversation about the journey that we've both taken over the last year, and I'm going to do a little backstory, and John jump in with this. Gosh, when did we connect? Probably when I first interviewed you for the WordPress Chick podcast, right? Which was, gosh, five years, exactly years ago? Yeah, I was looking at okay. my uh, some files today, and uh, be, they they... they, they,
1: they dates back all the way to 2013, 14,
0: 15. 16. Word, 14. yep, five years. That totally does not surprise me. And it was, I I can still clearly remember that first interview, John, and I was like, I feel like I've known this dude forever. <laughs> I believe we should cut the flashback.
1: <laughs> See, when we first <laughs> met, <laughs> it was a big Genesis right, well, thing. Like Genesis was popping off at the time, right? Does everybody know Genesis? Mm-hmm. You all know Genesis? All right. So we had. All right. So, yeah. So I think you did a, a book, like a PDF, uh, mm-hmm. asked me a couple questions, and you're like, oh, yeah, just jump on the podcast. And that's what we did. And we just hit it off, and boom, that's how awesome this is made. The end.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And that was, gosh, w- we can talk about the evolution of the whole space and, and just all of that as we go forward, too. But, you know, I think the. It, it, I always say this, that that starting the podcast was one of the best things I've ever done for my business simply because of the relationships. And I stand by that. And yeah. since then, I mean, you and I collaborated on a handful of things. Mm-hmm. And it's what I'll say too, because nothing ever hit the way we wanted it to, or life got in the way or something came up. And but with that, like, it, this is one of those trite sayings that, <clears throat> excuse me, it's easy to say when you're on the other side of it. But it was invaluable, like what we learned through all of those, you know, the processes and the two things that obviously stand out most to me were when we did the sell with WordPress course. Oh, yeah. And that was, you know, I actually I'd love to let's do this a little bit. Let's talk about sort of some takeaways with that. Because I'll tell you, for me, we I think the the idea was great, but we put so much into the the creation of it and it sort of drug out versus putting twice as much into the marketing and I'm not saying instead of the course but <clears throat> we didn't put enough into the marketing and and I think it definitely could have done more and grown and scaled but I think by the time we launched it we were both a little bit tired of it <laughs> yeah you know because sometimes
1: these things tend to drag on and it wasn't like it was our core business this was something that was that we kind of just said hey let's try to put this together and do it And then it ended up becoming like assignments, like okay, you do these, and then I do these, and then you do these, and then I don't know, like the whole flow was just kind of like it didn't work the way I'm assuming, like we wanted it to work out. Uh, And then we launched it, and it was an awesome course. Um, I think Mm -hmm. we when we gave away like one or two or something like that, and then we sold a couple, yeah. And then just I don't know, You, you know what? I'm gonna Kim, I'm gonna take some blame for this. I'm gonna take some blame, and the reason I'm gonna take some blame. Is because within these five years, I have been in this my my life has not been like I wake up in the morning and I, you know, do what I gotta do and then go to bed. Like it's been a journey for me. Like every day I had a full-time job. I was doing surefire on the side. I was doing my kids were born. <laughs> I had two, yeah, I had two yeah. kids, you know, in these past five years. And yeah, so so I'm gonna take a little bit of blame for the some of the setbacks. Because with me, a lot of it is uh, time scheduling and getting things to fit my schedule because I couldn't do anything Monday at like ten a.m. You know, my my thing was like, okay, let's do yeah. seven eight o'clock at night and then let's record, which we were doing. <laughs> which,
0: yeah, well, and it was, and it, we were like chatting on Skype throughout your work day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: Wait, no, it, it was, doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. it doesn't matter. You're not at that job <laughs> uh, Although maybe that's why the company had issues. Nobody was. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but well, we spent a lot of time, you know, doing that. And the other thing I think is what I've learned having done a couple of the courses since then is, is that while people wanted it, you have to make sure there is a hungry market. There has to be some product validation. You have to know that this is really going to solve a problem for people. And while it might, it was almost like, you know, what we long story short for the listeners that it basically, we showed them five different platforms, which they could sell through WordPress, right? You know, WooCommerce, I think EDD, we had Zaxa, um, Gumroad, um, (laughs) you know, yeah, I remember Zaxa. So we did this. And for me, I think it's, I was sort of, because gosh, sell with WordPress was probably three, two, three years ago, maybe. And unbeknownst to me, I think there was this underlying, I want to get out of the how to space already, right? Way back when, I think there was this window back then is when it kind of started, and I am going to blame the podcast for that <laughs> in a good way because I, I got a lot more validation for the things that I enjoyed doing more so than that. And and really, it's you know I still believe this that as much as I love WordPress, I think it's a really tricky ecosystem uh-huh. to to sell I'm products in, that. right? Which is why. <laughs> Right, right. Well, which is why I went fast with Gordon for lead surveys, and and so you know that piece of it, it was. um So that was a like I would say that was our fi- first official venture, venture together. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, so then, was well, courses. Co- well, courses
1: were were popping off. I mean, at that time, right? Like there was everybody was coming out with a new course. Uh, something was releasing. There was always, it's probably still now I'm not in the space anymore, so I don't know, (laughs) but I I know back then, like everybody was doing new things and our audience kept growing and growing. So, you know, that kind of stuff was logical for us to, to put together. Um, it was fun.
0: It is what, well, Well, you know, one, again, I learned a lot from that, but two is I I think you need to look at the progression. I look at products and services very differently now, as opposed to maybe just doing a one-off thing and where I wouldn't hesitate to do a one-off paid course, like maybe like a paid webinar, right? But if I'm going to go to the extent to to do modules and go in-depth and maybe do some live training, I want that to be the precursor. To the next level where somebody can work with me, or the next level when someone can do business with me, and so there has to be a relationship there, which I I, I don't think I didn't have that knowledge when we you right. know when we undertook that. <laughs> that was my contribution. Right so there. that was right, right, <laughs> right. So well, okay. So that was the first venture, and then, and truthfully, I was way more excited about. Oh, I think going to say the venture <laughs> we did. Good. <Get>. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I was just—I was way more excited about which it was uh, originally Freedom Papers and podcast, <laughs> and then we changed it to. Then we got yelled at for that, and then we changed it to Hustle Free. And what this was was a, a podcast, and we kind of shifted gears. We were going to s- stick with one, one um, element of online marketing. So let's say we would do four episodes on on email marketing for a month, and we kind of. Winged it. We had an initial plan and then we kind of went back. So we got and people love the podcast. podcast. And the intention then was to it was a great podcast, and we still have that content we have to figure out what to do with. But we were then gonna launch a paid that physical newsletter. And I <laughs> that was our Ben Settle days, which still love his methodology. And, uh, you know, what were some takeaways for you with that, John? And, and I'll jump in after, but what, what do you think that process taught you? Because that was also, was yeah. that, gosh, when, what, I think that was the precursor to when things started going kind of potential with your job, where it might be like, uh-oh, people started getting laid <laughs> off, laid off, laid off. And I know like I was selling my house life, and right, it was a life. lot going on.
1: Um, Yeah, no, that was, first of all, that was amazing uh, we kept going back and forth. I was like, I think we're giving away too much information <laughs> because we were like really putting it out there. It was fun, though. It was just basically like you're you're in mine in your head, and then we were just kind of spewing it out on the podcast, which was which was great. Uh, listeners loved it. Um, the best was fun, but again, you know, it was something that we had to do at nighttime. There was just a lot going on in our life. I suck at show notes, so a lot of that ended up on you, Kim, and I'm sorry for that. Um, and it was, it was just a lot to do. And yeah, I guess my takeaway was I would love to always do that. I mean, it's always fun to record. It's just those little things that you don't realize that are behind the scenes. that done. like once the recording's over, it's like, okay, great. That's an hour. But then there's editing. Then there's the intro. Then there's the show notes. Then there's the, like every little step that has to get done. And I think all of that, that was happening in the midst of everything else that was happening It was just ended up being just too much at at one point where we weren't we didn't know how to monetize it like we weren't we didn't have like a steady monetization plan and it was eating up a lot of time to 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 do that.
0: Well, well, the plan was going to be the monthly subscription, but I I think we had to write it because what we were doing. (laughs) Well, hold on. So what we're well. Right. Yeah. So we had to do, I'm a hold on, hold on. Because what I wanted to throw out there too, is that we were getting the episodes transcribed and they were 18 right. pages. You guys, an hour long episode, it was about 18 to 20 pages of transcripts. And so then I was going through the transcripts and I was pulling out, okay, how do we want to go deeper with this element for the new, for the physical newsletter? You know, so it was really, it was super time intensive. And he, here's the thing with this though. It's and. I have it, I will say this when we did this when we switched to hustle free this was my I've I've gone through this love hate love <laughs> relationship with Gary V right and so this was during <laughs> my hate <laughs> because I was like stop telling me to hustle I can't work any harder but what I realized
1: <laughs> and we
0: can go any direction with this um but Well, what I realized for me, John, is it's I was doing the wrong work. And so I was working a lot. But I still had client work at the time. And I, I just, you know, the best way to explain this is I would way rather be the star than the producer. And that doesn't mean I don't do the work in my business. But every time I was doing any type of client work, it didn't matter if it was a website, or it was podcasting, right? Because I was doing done for you services with that. I always felt like, God, I should be working on my site. I should be working on my content. I should be producing a show for me. I should be creating micro content. Not that I use the term at the time, but I should be doing right. all of this work for myself. And so, you know, that, that piece of it, you know, but the hustle free, it really came from this stop saying for me to do the work. Now, today I preach that, right? Because I went a little bit deeper with Gary Vee and... I got his his piece of self awareness, which this <laughs> I think would be a great. I'm going to tell you this is our segue and 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 transition into what's gone on in your personal life the last year, and um, but it was really getting clear about all right, Kim, what do you want to do and what works for you because I can easily do an 18 hour right. day for myself with my stuff now. So it's when you're doing the right work and you feel that like you're on purpose. You just do what has to be done, right? All of this, all of the niggly stuff that you were talking about, whether it's you know show notes or editing, it just so it, you <laughs> know, and, or as Gary V yeah. says, and that that's just part of the business. That it is what it is, right? You, I mean, this idea that that creation and content and the production piece, it's not the fun, but you have to do it until you're in a position to hire people to do. Well, that's everything. The you know, right? the I mean, everybody start. has to start off as everything. <laughs> you
1: mm-hmm. are the the idea, the innovator, the builder, the unless you have like a ton of money in the bank and you're just like, what should I do with this money? You're it, right? You're like you're the guy or gal that's gonna put everything forward. So even with websites, you know, you got to build them, you got to design them, you got to you just market it, you got to market yourself, you got to market your company, you got to write the post, you got to, I guess, as Gary Vee would say. You got to do the work. <laughs> you got to create, yeah, the, <laughs> the copy. You do that work, then you know things will start happening. Things mm-hmm. will start opening up. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are. I don't want to say that they're scared to do the work, but they don't know what work to do. Does that make sense? Or it's like, like, look, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I was just yeah, like, I like you were saying, where you were just working ahead. on the wrong stuff. So it's like, well, what can What? What are you supposed to work on? You know? And, and I think it's really easy to be busy. I think that's probably like the easiest thing in the world. Like, I could sit on my computer, like you said, for 16 hours and work all day. And then at the end of the day, go, What the hell did I do today? <laughs> I did nothing.
0: <laughs> right. And, and you know what? I have, you know, I think when we started this, I, I had just started, when, well, going back to hustle free, the podcast is that that was when I did sort of this regrouping and I went back to fundamentals. That's when I was, okay, I'm going to do the daily email, which has been wonky for me the last few months as I've transitioned from the WordPress chick to, to Kim Doyle. And, but it was really, I, I started focusing on the mastery of what I was doing and I had to tell myself, you just have to be patient. This will start compounding. You get better at the craft, and so I think when you were referring to people not knowing what work to do, it's it's because there's this. Okay, I'm going to paint a little picture for you, right? So you get up, you go to your office, whatever your desk, and you know the. Let's say you're going to do the daily email. Well, okay, there's nobody around to, to to tell you to do it, and you're thinking, okay, what am I going to write about? And this is when you're getting started, guys. But and you're sitting here looking at the screen and it's, it's, there's this, there's all these emotions and feelings come out like, well, I'm not a good writer. What if people unsubscribe? I haven't been emailing my list. Am I going to offend people? And if it we get so in our heads about why we can't do the thing before we even do it. Like I remember watching this, I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook, Will Smith did this video about skydiving and he's like, the fear, it's the toll 24 hours leading up to. It's not the actual thing, right? But it's all this stuff that goes on in your mind <laughs> beforehand. Obviously there's a risk of know. death with skydiving. So so there's that. But it's it's what we tell ourselves. And so I have seen so many people, particularly in the online marketing space, when it comes to creating content that they are are so there's so many stories inside about what they can't do. They and and There's this perception of, well, okay, if I've I've written five posts, nothing's happened. Well, that's right. Try writing fifty-five posts. I mean, you have to measure and work at it. So, you know, it's it's one of those things that when you're when you're going to do it and you're sitting down there thinking, you know, okay, what work should I do today? Because the thing is, there's also always tons of work like today. I had iMovie open. I had my email open. I had to log into my Facebook group. I've got to publish content. I've got to edit my site. So there's all this <laughs> stuff that has to happen. I've got a webinar tomorrow. Right. I need to edit the slides. So you're I like, I, can, I want to take
1: <laughs> a step back for a second too, because we're we're so inundated with what you need to do, right? Like, Oh, what is success? What makes you successful? Do this, do that. And I, I think before someone dives in and forces themselves to do something that maybe they're nervous about or or something they're scared about. um, They need to kind of assess like why they're doing it. You know what I mean? Like what is the point of me writing an email every day? What is the point of me writing Mm -hmm. this specific blog post? Like what am I trying to get out of these daily tasks or these things that I'm doing? And if you can assess that and just kind of look at it from a big picture and say, okay, I am writing this email because I want um, the 10 people on my list to take action with something. Or I want them to do something. Or maybe I don't need to email them today. Maybe my time is better focused on um, writing a post to answer a common question that I get in my business. You know what I mean? Like There's there's always a why factor to what we have to do. And I I realized that um, a while ago where I would force myself... To do work that I just, I just didn't like. Well, let me take that back. Not that I didn't like it, but it was just, it, it didn't come off right because I was forcing myself to do it, right? So I had the podcast, The Developer, a Millionaire, um, which is no longer in existence, but I had the podcast and I tried to keep a consistent schedule, but it always came out like crap whenever I forced myself to do something where I just, my head wasn't in it. Right, so if I say okay, I'm going to record something every Tuesday, and then I'm going to release it on a Thursday. I get so caught up, and then I, you know, I'm not ahead of the game, so I don't have any backup episodes. And I got to record Tuesday, and then Tuesday comes along, and I got to go to record, and I'm like, Chet, like, what, what was I going to talk about? Uh, all right, let me get some notes, and and then I start talking about it, and I'm like, This is like a bad episode, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like because it just, it's just not. It, I guess, my heart and my head just wasn't in there. So anytime. Yeah. So just back to the the point anytime someone, you know, needs to do something, there's there's no set format like you need to do this or you need to write every day or you need to do this. Obviously practice makes perfect, but forcing yourself to do something that you're either not good at or just not into at the moment, I think is just going to produce worse results um than it would if you're like into it or if you're excited about it and you want to do something.
0: That's huge, John. And I will tell you, you know, like when I started doing the daily email, it was for myself. I I was like, you know what? I like this. I think this works. I want to get better at this because I was coming off of a couple years of, you know, high ticket mastermind and and six figures a month and spending money on ads and all of those things have their place. I'm not here. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was like, but, but, in that window, right? So this is that self-awareness that you're talking about is, is, had I really had, I don't want to say the backbone, but the the awareness and the trust within myself, like I hadn't established enough credibility within myself to say, okay, Kim, okay. these guys are doing high ticket, but that doesn't do anything for you, right? So here's an example. Coaching. I've done, I've done high ticket coaching where people pay me. And then I got really clear, like, what works for you, Kim, with this? I'd way rather do a one-off coaching session with somebody where we, you know, they pay me, we come together, they fill out a form, we come together for 90 minutes on Skype. We m- physically map out a plan, meaning screen sharing. We're doing this. They, they walk away with hopefully feeling right. excited and motivated about the direction they're going in, but they've got something tangible that they can implement And then after they've implemented, they're more than welcome to come back because I've figured out with myself, you know, what works for me. And so to your point of when you, when you force something, it's not going to work. And I definitely agree with that. But at the same time, I do think there is this element of, well, (laughs) you're not always going to feel like doing the the stuff you have to do. (laughs) So grow up. (laughs) I know it's a little intense, right? But it's, that's when you, here's a great, like my therapist always says, you know, sometimes you have to parent yourself and say, I get it. But my bigger why is that I want a business that allows me the freedom to live life on my terms. Therefore, I mean, you know, it's a great example. Like a lot of people go work in coffee shops and stuff. I I love my iMac. I come to my office. I have a routine. I know that I work best with structure and quiet and I, I know how that works for me. So, but at the same time, it was like the daily email for me when I did that. And I don't care if it's an email or an Instagram image or a post or a podcast, whatever it is. It's for me, it was more about establishing credibility that I could focus on mastering my craft. I wanted to get better at writing. I wanted to, to start testing copy and really building a relationship. It was second to my podcast, the absolute best thing I've ever done for my business.
1: That's right. That's great, and and you're right. Is sometimes it is practice to get where you want to be, and the podcast, the writing, all of that, and yes, forcing yourself to do something um, is important because if you don't try it, you don't know if you're going to like it or not. Um, but if you know that, if you're just going by what someone says, and I think that was kind of uh, where I'm where I was shedding some light on, yeah, because because. Because especially like Facebook, I don't know if Twitter is even a thing anymore, but like all these courses and stuff, these ads that we're inundating with. Like you said, you were just at these um, masterminds with like six-figure uh, programs and things like that. Like we get we, – we listen to those things and then we kind of wonder like, well, what did they do to get these six figures? And then they go, my course for 2K and I'll show you. And then you buy the course <laughs> and you're like, okay, I just dropped a lot of money on this. To me, it's a lot of money. What did you do? And they're like, <clears throat> I emailed my list every day, and you're like, What the f, man? Like, I knew that. I just spent two grand just for you to tell me like the stuff that I've been hearing this whole time. So it's not it's not specifically what what these like gurus and, and all these people kind of tell you to do because everybody's situation and everybody's place and where they are for their business is is different. So I mean, we're kind of the 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 information that's free is given to us and it's up to us to to implement it because as a purchaser a purchaser <laughs> as a purchaser of all these like a lot of high end stuff like a lot of the information is the same but specific to that person's journey right so you can't take something that's specific to one person's journey and then just apply it to yourself and expect results you can't like there's no that's why they can't guarantee you know these 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 huge items it's because you know you take the information and you have to kind of process it and apply it to your own life and your own circumstances and your own business and will this stuff that you need to do is that going to help you is the daily email thing going to help you is it um is a podcast going to help you and it all like varies on on each i think on each individual situation when when um when when i was writing every day i did it the same reasons for that you did it. Like I just loved it. <laughs> it, was just, it was just fun. Mm-hmm. It was for me, it was a way to practice to get better at writing. And it, it's also kind of like a brain exercise to see, okay, like if I need something off the cuff, can I come up with a topic? Or like, am I, will I be able to write every day? And the more you do it, the more you're like, oh, I have a lot to say. I, c- I can share this. I can do this. So putting it into practice to get better at something, I think is always worth it. But once it gets to a point, like if you're putting it out and you're not seeing, um, I guess, I mean, business is business, right? You need money. (laughs) So if you're out there and you keep putting this information, you got to start tweaking it and start coming up with a plan to start monetizing the stuff. Because otherwise, you're just going to do it and then love it. You're just going to do it for so long and you're just going to get bored or just burnt out and just go, oh, man, I got to do another email today. I don't
0: know. Should I spend an hour on that? Well, and. yeah, right. And so I, I think that there should be an ultimate end goal, right? And but at, at the time, like I didn't really have anything for sale at the WordPress check, but I'll tell you that I was, I would promote affiliate stuff and I always promote things that I use. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go find the latest, greatest offer and just sell it. It's if it's something I use and I create content around it. And from that implementation of the daily email, because people saw me walking the walk with the content right. that I created, uh, I, tripl- I tripled sales for Thrive stuff within like, I don't know, 30, 45 days. It was crazy. That's awesome. And so but I, again, well, I still you know, think it has
1: to be some a type of mon- monetary reward, because if you're just writing it and you weren't making any sales or I mean, aside from uh, what's the word like uh, being a leader in the space. Like personal satisfaction. Yeah, oh, like being an influencer, influencer and, yeah. and, you know, constantly being in someone's mind. There's got to be a monetary reward to it. Otherwise, it just ends up being a chore. No? What do you
0: think? Well, you know what, though, John? I'll tell you. Every single time I did something for the money, it failed. So I, I think it's – and we're probably just talking semantics here where it's more about – what drives you and and it's more that piece for me has been more about my own money story and and bs that i pull into my life every day and and it's stuff that i've worked on for the last five plus years pretty intensely is that and it sounds so i don't know altruistic or ideal but again and i'm gonna keep using him so i hope everybody gets used to it but gary v like look how much content he gives away. He just gives it away, and obviously his primary, his primary source of income is VaynerMedia and right. his investments and stuff. But but if if you look at it from, this is the long game, right? So anything that I do now is all about relationship and engagement. Do I have to sell something? Absolutely. But when I'm, sort of like. <laughs> living my truth, meaning having shifted to Kim Doyle and where I love content and the whole piece of where you're talking about forcing yourself. I always tell people the best type of content you can create is whatever you can do consistently, but there will always be a time when you don't feel like doing it. That's life. You know, it's kind of like working out, eating well, like we know we're supposed to do it. We feel better when we do it, but we don't always do it. You know, but, but I think the, you, you have to know what drives you. So again, this comes back to self-awareness. So the thing is, I know that when I show up consistently, it's so easy for me to make an offer, right? Because I just I'm walking the walk, right? And I know that I give enough value. And so it's finding that balance for you within there where people simply trust you. People know that, oh, okay, well, Kim shows up and she's providing value. The Facebook group, I, I could not John have painted a, a better scenario for content creators. It is I'm floored with the engagement I'm floored. And, and that was also a practice inconsistency for me. Okay. Kim, if you're <laughs> going to do this group, you got to be yeah. prepared to do it. Like you go all in, you know, I'd had, I'd had the profiting with WordPress and I've kind of handed that off to somebody else because I didn't really know what to do with it at the time. And my heart wasn't into, that space anymore. And so, but content creators has totally taken on a life it. of its own because
1: that's your, it's your passion. Like, like that's what right. you like to do. And, and and anytime you can follow your passion and it leads to something, you know, forget the money. Like you love doing it. So you'll always love doing it. Whether a dollar comes in or a million dollars comes in. Right. So, you know, people it's, it's Absolutely. but that's really hard for people to find, um, that like how long did it take you to find content
0: creators? Oh, that was year nine. Right. <laughs> oh, that was year nine. But let oh. me you, you want to know why? But but and here's here's the crazy thing, John, is because as you were saying that, I'm like, it the clarity came through the doing though. I didn't get Chris because I had thought about leaving the WordPress chick behind five <laughs> years ago. But I was like, what what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What else am I gonna I, I mm-hmm. didn't know what that looked like, right? And but when I decided, you know, consistency and showing up, and it was because then I would take the daily emails and publish them as blog posts. And I simply started I I don't know. I just sharing the journey, you know, it's my whole everything is right. content. Gary B says document don't create. There's a balance I think you can pull in both, but it was I I would have gotten clearer sooner. Had I shown up and done the work sooner? And I'm not saying, again, I wasn't doing the work. But when you have client work to do and you would rather be doing a personal brand, you'd rather be doing something else, it sucks because you're like, well, what's paying the bills? I literally just drew a line in the sand and we thought Lead Surveys was going to launch last year. So I was like, here we go. It's been a hellacious year of bootstrapping my life, but I've never been happier with the work that I've done.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's not it's not always about um money and um that's you know coupled with like a bunch of other reasons but developer to millionaire got the kibosh on it um and that was that's one of the reasons it's like my goal is not to be a millionaire it's it it was at one point when I thought that that mattered right um but as life just continues to happen. Uh, there are so many other things that make me happy and, and joyous, and it doesn't involve a large monetary amount of money. <laughs> so the, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, well, you know what? I don't but, know where but, I was going. Not yeah. right, sorry,
0: but the whole thing, John, is it's I, I same thing where it's like I had this goal of six figures a month, six figures a month, and right. when I shifted to, I mean, a SaaS product, I. I was so giddy about that. It's something I've always wanted to do. I I truly believe recurring revenue is the way to, I I don't like project pricing, you know, anymore. And that's just because I've gotten out of that space. So I really had to say, okay, well, what, what can I do that, that will bring me that? And, but it's funny because even with lead surveys, it wasn't, it was more of, oh my gosh, let's do this. It wasn't looking for something to generate recurring revenue. It was wanting to build something and and create uh, a community around a product and and really, wow, let's let's make this happen. And and so, what I my point and my ramble here is that when you do the stuff you love, I think the money does show up. And I know that might sound esoteric, but but I believe it. I, no. I, I I'm walking that walk every day. And when, when you follow that yesterday, I got a message in content group, uh, content creators from somebody. And it literally brought tears to my eyes. Cause he said, I haven't met Kim Aww. in person, but yeah. Like, did I turn my phone off? I did, but it said, Kim is changing lives. And I know that I'll meet her in person sometime. And, and her, her telling me to just show up. And I was like, thank you. Because I have those moments like, what the F am I doing? Like, oh my God, girl. Like, We all do, Kim. We all do. it, <laughs> Right. And, and so that's kind of where I wanted to shift this a little bit because you went through a lot <sighs> in the last year. I mean, yeah. last March, February, March, you were living in New York and had a full-time job. What's happened?
1: Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, So I guess, I mean, for those that don't know me, I've been you know, hustling as a side hustle with Surefire Web Services forever. Um, and I've always wanted to go full time, but you're never really quite prepared for that moment until you uh, are forced to be in that moment. Um, so yeah, so last year in March, uh, I kind of knew things were not going so well at my job. And it's, it just came the time when they called me into the office and they were like, well, we're going to have to let you go. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> so <laughs> I was completely like distraught. I was like, oh, man, like I have a mortgage, uh, two kids and like there's so much going on in my life right now. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And if anybody with a day job knows like consistent paychecks are consistent, <laughs> you know? So it was really hard to to kind of, I guess, get through my head what was going on, like Damn, like I'm not how am I gonna how am I gonna do everything? How am I gonna pay bills? How am I gonna do all the stuff that I need to do? Because I couldn't collect unemployment because I had a company. So they wouldn't let me collect unemployment. Um and I basically just had to take my business, the Surefire Web Services, to Overdrive. Um, so what I did, as soon as I got laid off, I went home at four o'clock. I went on indeed.com, typed in WordPress, looked up the first I think ten companies. I called them all. I said, "Hey, so you're looking for a WordPress developer? I'm a freelancer. Uh, wondering if you'd be interested in working with a freelancer." I got I think three or four clients out of that. Uh, and then I was like, "Ooh, this this works." <laughs> so, <laughs> so from March, April, May, I'd say from March to May, I was kind of figuring out now, like, "Hey, Surefire isn't a side hustle anymore." Now I have to pay my mortgage with like whatever's coming in, so I have to make sure that money's coming in. And it wasn't like like money. It's weird with the side hustle because you have that consistent paycheck at your day job. Where a side hustle, like if you make five hundred bucks, you're like, all right. <laughs> but if you make like eight thousand dollars, you're like, oh, good month for me, <laughs> right? So you know, <laughs> all in all, the year works out. But once you start losing that, you stop. You blah, you stop getting that consistent check and you all of a sudden you're kind of forced to, to, you can't make a $500 a month. Like you have to make sure that that month pays your bills. Um, Chick gets real. Like it gets really real. Yeah. quickly. So that's what happened. Chick got really real. And I was trying to figure out what am I doing? I'm like, okay, now's the perfect chance. Let me try to start an agency. Let me do this. Let me do that. But then in May, you know, we get a, a letter from, florida my wife was looking for a job as a guidance counselor and was having a really hard time in new york because of the uh, the education system just like frozen like you got to know someone to get in and she couldn't get it so she applied to a couple places in florida not thinking anything would come come out of it in may we ended up getting a letter saying that hey we're gonna we're gonna hire you so keep an eye out for an offer letter and we were like what should we do and i was like well you know, I'm working on my computer at home. Um, you wanted this job forever. This is your dream job. Let's go for it. So that's what we did. And
0: well, you and you had wanted to move to yeah, Florida, right? Yeah, I always
1: wanted to move to, to Florida. I was getting kind of tired of the New York hustle. Like, I mean, I, I worked. I worked all the time, Kim. I mean, you know, like I was chatting with you.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Like
1: even at nighttime, like I, I was just working way too much. And then even when I got laid off, I was like, Oh God! Like it doesn't stop. Like I have to work just to to make ends meet till late. Like it was just long days, mm-hmm. so I was just getting tired of you know needing so much money at the end of the month, and it was just too much pressure. Um, so yeah, I've been dying to move to Florida. We got the letter in May. Then in June, they gave us the offer, but they didn't tell us when she started. Right now, the end of May, she got the letter, um, not telling her when she started. Then the beginning of June, they told her she starts July twenty second. <laughs> So so we're like, are you kidding me? So from June to like, we had to move in less than 30 days. So it was insane. We put our house up for sale like the first week. Thank God it sold the first day it was on the market. Um, We tried to have a garage sale to sell everything to try to recoup money because we knew we were going to an apartment from a house. (laughs) The day of our garage sale, it downpoured. So nobody came. We ended up donating like all of our stuff to whoever wanted it. So we made no money in the garage sale. Uh, Then the moving company was like, oh, yeah, we'll have it to you um, in a few days.
0: Oh, I remember watching that.
1: (laughs) So they pack up all our stuff and then they say, oh, wait, no, never mind. It's not going to be a few days. We got to put it in storage and we'll we'll get it to you in like two weeks. Two weeks ended up being a month. I was like, oh, man. So during this month, I can't work. You know, I don't have internet. We just moved out of my house. It took a train to Florida. It was insane. It was insane absolutely insane. And this whole time I'm like, well what do I do with my business? And you know, I've had conversations with my wife like, like I can't work right now because we don't have internet, or we have this, so I'd have to go to the store and try to do something, but it wasn't like I was marketing. You know, there was just so much to do in this short time span that it really took a hit. I think as a solopreneur when you're when you're when you have that momentum and you keep going and going and going and then suddenly you stop, like things slow down. People forget <laughs> you're not in the eye of the storm anymore. Like you, nothing's happening. So you kind of have to rebuild that snowball to get it going again. And that's where I found myself in um, like July, September ish of uh, last year, which I was in Florida at the time. Um, but from there, you know, I, I decided to buckle down. I was like, all right, you know what? I know what I want to do, I know what I'm going to do, and I know what I'm doing figured all that stuff out, put the new site up, you know, had some consistent clients, a couple of people fell off, a couple of people signed back on. And, um, thank God things, things worked out. Things worked out really well, actually. And, uh, they continue to work out to this day. That's like the quick summary.
0: <laughs> well, and well, yeah, because I want to sure. unpack a little bit of that. You, you had also sort of taken this, uh, I got to get off social for a while. Yeah, like yeah. you, you really took a a step back and set. And, and the thing is, I, I, I think anybody can, can, I I don't know, (laughs) completely relate to that. It, well, yeah, because I, I I think, you know, there's, there's this space of it's, it is energy and to do it correctly, you have to do it consistently and nonstop and, and it is. And so it's, and, and, Again, it circles back to the self awareness piece of finding out who you are. What do I need? Sure. And being willing to say who you are. And, you know, it was like me making this transition like, no, it's time. I'm going all in on the personal brand. And t- I deleted oh, 200 my. posts, right? And it's like, I'm done. Like, but, but the thing is, when you know, you know. So for you, what was part of that decision to say, I, I got to step back from all of this for a while?
1: Okay. Um, Oh, boy. All right. So, when I started Surefire full-time, um, I was very used to being online, being on Facebook, being on all these channels, promoting myself, promoting myself, promoting myself. And time started dwindling down for me where I couldn't spend so much time promoting myself because I had to make ends meet at the end of the month. Um,
0: that And you were full-time dad.
1: And I was a full-time. Yeah, guy. for a little bit, right? Yes, because yeah. my son wasn't going to, to daycare. So I was working. Um, well, my in-laws helped out a little bit, but for the most part, there was a lot of times where I was working at nighttime where I had to work from like eight to like two in the morning or whatever the case was mm-hmm. to wake up at six. Whatever. Um, but yeah, but but Facebook started started first it started getting really political. <laughs> I was like, all right, Ugh, this is yeah. this is getting a little crazy. And then, you know, I'm seeing like people that I've talked to, people that I've helped out, people that I've, you know, engaged with a lot of the times. And like, I don't know. I mean, this could sound petty, but I was like, you know, like no one's, no one's saying reciprocating. It. Yeah. 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 That's the perfect word. No one, no one's reciprocating anything and not even, not even reciprocating, but no one's acknowledging the fact that like, hey, th- these conversations were had and, you know, this was happening. And and that was me. I was kind of like looking for validation on certain things and I I wasn't getting it. And I guess maybe I was a little emo at the time, but that (laughs) coupled with like just moving and like just all the stuff that was going on, I was like, you know what? I got to take a step back and I need to find myself. In other words, I got to rediscover Mm -hmm. myself because if everything that I put out there is just out there and people are just like yeah whatever it's free you know what i mean i was like i need to reevaluate what i'm putting out there why i'm putting it out there and where the end game is for all of this so you know something uh me and you can have a personal conversation but something specific did happen on 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 facebook and it was just kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back and after that happened i was like you know what i'm i'm just done let me let me delete facebook like I think I I think I unfriended like five hundred people. <laughs> um, totally got rid of it, took it off my phone. I was like, it's too distracting. I don't need this. I need to find out what's gonna work for me in a way that's going to bring me income at the end of the month, and in a way that I'm not gonna lose my mind. Like I don't want to work till two o'clock in the morning anymore. So during that downtime, um, was a big, you know, a lot of thinking, a lot of planning, and a lot of trying to figure out. Yeah what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to launch? And, and, and if I do launch, like, how am I going to go about it? So that all came down to, I needed, I wanted to grow my company, Shopify Web Services. I didn't really care if, you know, Jonathan Perez was attached to it because I didn't want people hiring Jonathan Perez. I wanted them to hire my company because my end game would be to build Mm -hmm. a company that I can then sell. So, I had to I had to focus on that. And, you know, I'm still John Perez and a lot of my stuff is still out there, but I needed to refocus who my audience was, who I'm targeting, who I'm going to do business with. And then once I kind of get that going, then it'll free up more time for me to get back on the whole John Perez game. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well... <clears throat> Excuse me. There's a lot to kind of unpack from that. And yes, I definitely want to know what happened. <laughs> offline. Um, and like now I'm like, Ooh, it's curious, but <clears throat> it's, it's, I, I think we've all sort of had one of those come to Jesus moments oh. for lack of a better explanation mm-hmm. online. Right. And, and I don't mean from, you know, like I, I'm still in a couple small WordPress groups or whatnot. And, and it's weird because like, I, I have nothing to contribute in terms of crappy clients, I just, I don't have any of that in my, in my life anymore. And, but the, the, the conversational piece and the expectations, I I'm really trying to wrap my head around another <laughs> Gary V thing where he says he's never, dis- he's never disappointed because he doesn't expect anything from anybody. Right. And I, I went, I went through that when I did the content creator summit and I was hugely disappointed in people that had said they were going to support it and promote it and did nothing. And, or I was like, Oh, I got one share image. And I was like, really? Like why? You know? And and so you do and you, and you go through all this stuff in your head. And when you're somebody that comes from the place of you try to give, and I've used my platform for so long to support other people. And, and so there's this little <laughs> yeah. kid in you that your feelings like, are just freaking hurt. Yes. Right? Like you're this little seven year old. that's like, I can't believe that I shared my lunch with you for a month and you won't give me a cookie. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's how it feels. And so you just like, screw it. I'm taking my ball and we're going home. Right. And it is that. And so you step back and I'll, I'll some of those things. And, and I really believe that this is where the, the trust and everything happens for a reason comes from, for me, it made it so crystal clear. Like you are done in this space. And I'm not anti WordPress or, or the amazing friendships and stuff that I've created there. But I just was like, you know what, go all in where you know you're supposed to go all in now because we only have so much bandwidth. Right. But there is, there, there is this, you know, where do you move online and where like, content creators again it's become this amazing space of people and i don't want everyone that thinks the way i do but i want it to be a place where there's positive conversation positive discourse we can agree to disagree that's okay just don't be a jerk about it you know like (laughs) my friend steve and i always like this is a little i don't know if i mark this podcast (laughs) as explicit but we're always like you know what just don't be a dick right in the corner (laughs) i mean think well you know, it's like, think about that, right? Like, how about you not be a jerk? How about if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all? And those trolls and haters and stuff, I think they're that's just part of life. And I understand that. But when it's somebody you thought otherwise of, and maybe it's not even a, a direct hit, right? Like, I never got – the thing that let me down was the lack of support. And it was like, yeah. oh, well, that kind of sucked. So – You know, next time I will definitely do as an example, a summit, I would I would do that again in a heartbeat. Um, I would be super clear about expectations in terms of I need speakers to promote, you know, and and I I wasn't clear about that, but also going into it with those zero expectations at the same time. So saying to myself, All right, well, if you want this to do XYZ, what are you doing to market this? Let's assume everybody doesn't come through. And, you know, a conversation came up in content creators, there's an article by Paul Jarvis about integrity. And it, it's, you know, people doing what you say you're going to do at the same time, there is this sort of higher version of myself that says, I think we're all doing the best we can. I know I've dropped the ball and disappointed people at times I'm, I don't walk on water. And so there is this element of I'm always going to choose to assume the best. So how can I set myself like, complete self-responsibility. How could I set myself up to say, I'm doing this for me. I want the experience. I, you know, whatever happens, happens. It's all on me. And then, you know, so I think there is a fine line, but but again, (laughs) (laughs) well, but you don't, you won't know that until you go through it. Right. And the only person that I'm punishing by, like running through scenarios in my head of being disappointed by people is myself because I'm never going to be that person that's shitty and calls people out online. But it's it's just knowing, okay. You know, and so I think a lot of those things are indicators, John. Like I think for you it was definitely an indicator of I I I think on a broad mm. scale, you were tired. Right. And meaning physically tired. I mean, you guys did a lot. You up and moved your family in a very quick period of time. You lost your job. Even though you wanted out of the job, of course, you're not prepared for when it yeah. happens and, and the way it happens and all those things. So I, I think the best gift you could have given yourself was that space last year.
1: No, you're, you're 100% right. I just love what you said, too. It's It, it was... back to the expectations part, it was what can I do? Like, why do I need someone else for me to be the success that I want to be? And I had to constantly remind myself and ask myself that and say, like, yeah, marketing is one thing, but my business is my business. It's not your business. It's not this person's business. It's not that person's business. You know what I mean? Everyone has their own thing Mm -hmm. that they're focusing on. There's no reason why I can't focus on my business and build it up like there's people help, yeah. But like you said, like you shouldn't expect certain things from you shouldn't expect from, from people in general. I I think. Mm-hmm. I mean that sound may sound kind of harsh, but um when you start to expect, you kind of set yourself up for disappointment.
0: Right? Absolutely. And on the flip side of that when someone says they're going to do something and they don't it's okay to be disappointed i mean we're human beings right there's there's no way to not feel like that kind of hurt little kid but i think there's a better way to set yourself up for a less painful disappointment if that makes sense no, no, you know i i don't think i'll conquer that that uh, i don't know ability to really turn that off until I'm, you know, six feet under. <laughs> well, we're normal. You know, that's just, that's just part of uh, yeah.
1: being a person. I think what, what happened also was with that, with that mindset, you know, it actually changes your former mindset and, and you start to become a mm-hmm. little more aware of what you are doing online and what you are doing for your own personal growth and for your own business growth. And mm-hmm. like, what steps are you taking? So that actual moment of clarity for me was also what led to um, where Surefire Web Services is today, and, and what it's and what the focus of it is. Where uh, back to like the WordPress space, uh, WordPress is really. I was this is funny because I was going to do a, a podcast on this uh, also, <laughs> but WordPress is um, it's a tool. I mean, we've been saying this for like five years. <laughs> WordPress is a tool and it's a tool that either works for the job or it doesn't work for the job. It's not the end all be all, you know, you either need a hammer or you need Mm -hmm. a jackhammer. Like you got to pick the right tool for the job. And um, that's always how I've kind of approached, you know, WordPress in that aspect. And and it's been leading me down to a path where, Hey, maybe WordPress isn't the solution for this person's problem. You know, maybe there there's a better solution out there. So I started kind of expanding and, and thinking of, other platforms and other tools that that will better fit someone's needs because at the end of the day maybe i'm not building a wordpress site but at least this person's not going to go through headaches for like the next six months to a year you know what i mean so that
0: well i agree and it's it's even sorry but even with the wordpress space it's like somehow as it got more robust people forgot that it was a content publishing it was a cms Right. right content management system but it's about publishing. And, and we got to this far extreme, I I see, I know you had brought this up and I think Devinder had at one point, but saying, you know what, Shopify is better for e-commerce for this client because it's, it's going to make life easier. Right. And so all of those things are, you know what, you don't like this page builder, get ClickFunnels, get lead pages, go get Instapage, whatever works for you. And so I agree with you, but you know, I I think there is this, um, this other, you know, that old saying of fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And so now I operate from a more, you know, how would a responsible business owner handle this? It's like, okay, yeah, I'll collaborate or I'll support you. And (laughs) if it's not reciprocate, and if it's not reciprocated, I wish you the best. Peace out.
1: I think that's where you kind of have to separate yourself in, in understanding who you are and what you're trying to do. I mean, if you're running a business, then you have to run a business and you have to think of what's going to um, help your business. I I got into, um, I guess it was like a heated discussion (laughs) with somebody, um, the other day because, you know, they wanted me to just do a bunch of stuff for free. And I just was like, no, like this is a business. I have rules. I have guidelines. You got to follow the rules and guidelines. Like if it was just me helping out a friend, like, okay, yeah. But this, this platform, this business that I have built, has a structure and that structure needs to be followed. And and like that's it. If I start breaking the rules, then there are no rules. And then I start getting into that whole cycle of, oh my clients suck. Oh, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta build something for yourself and then you gotta kind of stick by it. And when you stick by the things that that you brought upon yourself, you know Things start to work out better and cleaner, and you're a little less stressed and 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 stuff. Because I, I realized also a lot of people's stress comes from no guidelines, like like no uh, no strict no boundaries, no yeah. Boundaries. Like just taking things no in boundaries. and going, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. You know, scope creeps the whole nine with that stuff, and and it stresses people out. And you got to kind of just put the kibosh on it, set up some rules and, and it is what it is. If you don't like it, you know, just go work with someone else. I guess. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, and, and I think it, it it's on both sides of it. So you've got that from, if you're doing client work and service works, you've got that piece, or maybe it's a, a product right. customer or you've got, you know, people that you think are going to support and collaborate, or there's a potential opportunity promotion, whatever. It's, it, it's again, coming back to being, responsible for the conditions of your life and saying, I set this up, I created this, you know, I mean, content creators, it's, we've got guidelines in the group. And, you know, if, if somebody jumps in and doesn't do the relevant, hey, this is my business introduction, they're like, hey, check out my stuff. It's like <laughs> delete block house. <Nice>. <laughs> It, there's just it it's simple and it and it's because it's like there are too many people that are in there contributing and supporting and engaging and growing that you know and then you flip it and it's like i'm never going to be one of those you're gonna get more out of this group if you participate shut up like we all have life right yeah but
1: i love that though because you're you're keeping order in something that needs to have order and the people that that are trying to disrupt that order, they don't realize, but that really hurts the group. Like it, it puts the picture out of like what the group is, if there is no order, if there's no one taking action on certain things. So having that order actually, I think makes the group cleaner, makes it more um, appealing to people and they know what they can and they can't do. Because
0: Right. You know, and it also shows the people who are, Active in the group, and maybe you're a lurker. That's okay. Like participate when it works for you. I'm not one of those. You know, do what you got to do. But it it's um, it, it shows the other people that we respect and appreciate their contribution. And so again, this is all of that. It comes down to patience, right? Are you willing to have the patience to right. do the right thing and to stick with it consistently? And I don't. I don't know. I, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. We're already hitting an hour, or so. Um, but so, <laughs> what? Give me a little, just a quick update on what the business is like today. What's what's happening for you?
1: Sure. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, my business today, ShopifyWebServices Uh, it's basically a platform for small businesses. Um, under 20 employees generally is is who I work with. And I help them either through consulting or just managing their website when they don't have someone to, you know, they don't have an active developer on their staff. And I kind of fill in that void for the the small businesses. Um, I'm very particular with who I work with. I don't have a very large client base, but, the, you know, the ones I do, um, I know them, you know, I, I build relationships with a lot of the people that I work with. And it's good because, you know, first, I mean, it leads to more more work down the line, but... Um, I also care, you know, if they succeed or not, you know what I mean? Like I want to put my best foot forward to helping these, um, people. So it's, it's, I guess that's the service side of it. Um, I kind of treat it like a membership. It's a certain amount of month. And then as a member, you get the, you know, you work with me, help you out with your website. And then, uh, I have a writer that writes a lot of my posts now. Um, I just brought someone else on the team to help out with the smaller jobs so I could focus on the larger jobs. And it's been really fun. It's been uh, a good, good journey. I'm
0: excited for you. And it sounds like as a family, you guys have a Thank routine you. and life is settled in Florida and, and you're loving it down there. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh, absolutely. I, I feel like I live on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> like it's always sunny. It's always between 70 and 85. Like it's, I could not be happier where I live. And um i don't I haven't told anyone this but we uh just got our dream house so god willing we'll be moving in in like the next month
0: i am so excited you got to share those with me but um john okay. thanks so much i've missed you tons and I'm, I'm glad that you know things are settled down for you and um, i'm excited to to see where the journey takes you
1: yay thank you kim thank you listeners <laughs> <laughs> hope you've enjoyed this um, uh, yeah, no, it was definitely fun. I definitely miss our, uh, our vibe and our conversations. Yeah, so we have fun. I would love to do this again. We definitely yeah. will.
0: And really quick too, you are back on Facebook is that where can people connect to you? you've got another, you've got a podcast you're doing through anchor. So what, you know, I, and send those over maybe for people listening, I just go to the show notes and I'll have the links to where you can connect with John, but, but he's back online. <laughs> Woohoo! I am back. Yes. Hit
1: me up. Facebook. Oh, John Perez show. That's everywhere according to Anchor. So <laughs> go check that out. And uh, yeah, I'm just enjoying the journey, taking my time, not stressing out and you know, have fun with the stuff you do.
0: All right, guys, John, thanks so much. You know the drill. Hang on. I'll have a couple links for you at the end. And if you've not left a review in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, this should be in there now. So uh, I would really appreciate if you would. And we will catch you next week. Alright, guys, how fun was that? You know, I have to tell you, when I went back to listen to edit, <laughs> it, it was a well, maybe a month later, that's crazy, but I totally forgot how much fun we had, and it just made me smile the whole time. So, uh, as always again, thanks for listening. Couple links for you. John's podcast is actually anchor.fm forward slash John Perez mini show. Again, anchor.fm forward slash John Perez mini show. I will have links to that in the show notes. And of course, if you have not joined content creators, what the bucket? You guys, this group is blowing my mind. We're almost at 2000 members. Now we do the creators pod, which is kind of this uh, live collection of creators in the group. When we have discussions. We've done hot seats. We do live streams. It's blowing my mind and we have the new released creators pulse and that is remember members only we do a weekly recap of what's going on in the group so i hope to see you there let me know you listened on the podcast when you join us and that is kimdoyle.com doyle.com forward slash fb group uh i will be taking care of a custom domain for that so but again Kimdoyle.com doyle.com forward slash fb group we'll see you on the inside have a fantastic day and we'll catch you next week